okay. Here's something I wrote about 20 years ago. Henry Ford, be praised and hello, new car. I just learned the Lord drives a Falcon XR, or that is his disciples do whilst on earth. I saw 12 the other day outside my local church. Some red, some white, some orange, some green, and one not blue nor purple, but somewhere between. There were XR6s. I saw XR8s. Some even had turbos to accelerate. Yet where would a preacher need to go at such a rate? Well, shit, I think the devil must be moving fast of late. And it must be so much easier now getting older boys to convert. <laughs> Jeez, you've got a real nice car, sir. Would you like me to drive you, squirt? They used to keep a tally as charity pennies added up just as one by one they'd buy flash red wine at the drive-thru on the way to their last sup. Escapes must be so much faster now if they lose the plot and they harm the children and the lynch mob get too hot. I've heard the heaters work pretty good in those XRs. Maybe leave them running overnight. Let the homeless sleep in cars. And Meals on Wheels is the new fast food. Well, you'd be popular too in a car this good. To some I am evil, to others misunderstood. And now I've learnt my lesson, I can't be fucked being good. I might just buy an XR6 Turbo to stalk the neighbourhood. <laughs> there you go. Well, that, that's the, that could be the first car-related poem we've had, is that right? Well, I, I don't think I could find anything that I wanted to read. And then I read the word Ford on that bit of paper as I flung it to the side. I thought, oh, well, there you go. This will be a bloody divisive one, but I reckon I'll do it. So yeah, That's good. There you go. Shout out to St. Pat's. Yeah, going all right. How are you going, AO? Yeah, pretty good. It's it's a bit strange. We're um we're uh, live on the Skype again. We haven't done that for a while, but uh, there is a reason for that, no, which that... you'll find out about in a couple of minutes. Well, every other time we've done Skype, we've only had audio, so we've just been looking at an icon with a couple of initials. But this is a bit weird with the bloody audience looking. <laughs> well, it seems to work. I don't think it affects the recordings, but we'll we will find out. But um, anyway. Um, episode 24. Yep. Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 24 plus bonuses. So, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that gives us 29 or something, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, with the bonus episodes. So, um, yeah, this time a year ago, we, we, we put a little intro together. I think it was, came out in June, I'm pretty sure. So that's pretty cool. Gone pretty quick. Yeah, anyway, no, that's good. Yeah. We're still here. We're still cruising. So, um, any updates? Any any updates to speak of? I haven't got any other. The shed's hardly been out of the shed. It's gone too bloody cold. Uh, well, well, I was going to be in the Nash tonight, but I was thinking it's probably clean enough to do James Tally's wedding tomorrow. Yes, so got wedding, uh, wedding duties tomorrow. Got wedding duties tomorrow. We're picking up bridesmaids. So we go from thrashing in muddy paddocks and bloody out the eighth mile drag racing. All of a sudden, got to put a couple of blankets on the seats and uh, go and pick up the ladies and get them to the wedding. But James has just been a really good supporter of our podcast ever since we started. You know, I've delivered bloody stubby holders and stickers into his mailbox. And yeah, tomorrow we'll be heading there to put ribbons on the car at his place before I shuffle off to go and get the bridesmaids. And I know you sort of were hoping you'd have a little more time available. You would have brought your car down from Ballarat to Melton as well, mate. But, yeah. Uh, can't yeah. Do, can't no. do it all. <laughs> no, just that silly bitch of a thing, time and responsibilities, eh? But anyway, never mind. I'll, I'll be there in spirit. Um, yeah. That no, should be, so hopefully it's, it's not too wet and cold for you. Yeah, so it's about as close to an update as I've got, other yeah. than the fact no, that it's not... leaking for it. 
leaking trans fluid onto the extractors after as they give it a flex in the paddock the other week and realised it was trying to push a rubber hose off the side of the trains. So I think that's okay. I might put my head under it before I drive to Melton tomorrow and just confirm that it's all good. <laughs> it might <Yeah>. be worth it. <laughs> um, nah. What else? I've got a few uh, things here. Oh, yeah, little little competition's still going. We'll uh, Once we get to a 1,000 followers on the Instagram, we'll... Uh, We'll pick um, someone off those comments. They go to the Instagram, find that post, uh, like, tag some people, and you'll go into the draw to win a win a t-shirt. Yep. Um, and um, hey, how about a quick rundown of rats, tats, and what do they call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, that's rats, it, mate. Shows rats, that I've been to. Yeah, rats, tats, and pinups down the at the one. Gateway Hotel. Had a really good day down there. Um, Rob Bellio, heap of brilliant cars. When I thought the whole world was in Sydney, apparently a yeah, few people were in Geelong for sure. Yeah. Um, but Rob and uh, Hodgie got talking to each other, which has led to a phone call and conversation around because I know Rob's been wanting to come back to Ballarat and put on a show here for quite some time. Um, Hodgie sort of offered to make his place available if that, he wanted to you know, include it in whatever he puts on so um probably got a rats tats pinups ballarat coming up so yeah, well, that'd yeah. Be cool. spoke to been chatting to rob on the phone today but yeah just had a really good day and again it's when a dm8 meets another dm8 you've got and they just get along it's like yeah oh well, ballarat's got a massive as we know massive car culture so they won't be short of um won't be short of participants but um so yeah, yeah that, that'd be cool it. and oh, well. probably last week Last yeah. order of general business, probably the fridge running at us pretty fast. What did we decide? It's on the 26th of June. Pretty, pretty sure it was the 26th of June. So the fridge swap meet. The uh, has it been? Has it been two years? They haven't had it for two years, have they? Two years, it's been cancelled. Yeah. So, so yeah, back back after two years. So um, it's um, been going for quite a while. I can remember going to this as a kid with my uncle. So um, yeah, get along yeah, to that if you want to want to have a look at some yeah. stuff. I'm planning to chat to a few people and um, yeah, we'll yeah, hopefully uh, get some kind of video happening for the uh, for the YouTube and um, yep. make something. No, of it. Sweet, that might be might be time to introduce our guests. Do you think, mate? Yeah, they've been sitting patiently, so uh, we thought <laughs> we thought for our um, one year we'd uh, we'd get some real celebrities on. <laughs> uh, some of you might know them. Uh, Zach and Tom from Backyard Builds. How you going, boys? Good. Good, mate. How are you? That yeah, was a pretty good. bloody big, uh, big intro there, mate. Um, oh. Celebrities. <laughs> I don't know. Quite celebrities. There you are, Mr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they started calling me Hollywood after the weekend's events, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, oh, look, uh, I look, I still, I still don't like getting in front of the camera. I'd rather be behind it, so... I think Moses is a lot more uh, relaxed behind the camera, so I try and push him in <laughs> in front of it to talk. So, now you guys do a good job. I I enjoy your Friday night videos, as I uh, mentioned before. This is cutting in my backyard build YouTube uh, time. Friday nights usually catch up with backyard builds and then see what Howard is stills up to. Astill, still. I'm not sure how you say his last name. But, um, and um. Yeah, Friday's usually a good catch-up for the YouTube, but, um, yeah, how are you going up there? Yeah, pretty good, actually. 
uh, freezing our asses off. It's bloody cold up here at the moment. Oh, what? Like what? What's cold up there? Come on. I don't. I don't think we cracked double digits today. I think we only hit. I don't nine, think we, we haven't cracked double digits all week. No. Well, we had yeah. minus two point five the other morning. I think. I think we've yeah. minus one. So no, we just minus three the other day, and it's been oh, it's go. been seven and eight degrees, pretty yeah. constant. Well, pretty it's ice, the wind blowing you off the mountains. Sounds like uh, sounds like Ballarat. <laughs> very mild. It's, it's currently a very mild six degrees. So um, <laughs> we're, we're sitting and, inside, and it's currently seventeen degrees. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, well, just not a double whammy. Yeah, yeah. You've been dragged away from your um, backyard build session on a Friday night. I got dragged away from my homework to watch the latest video. So, uh, oh, there you go. The role Sydney Hot Rod Show I mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I need to have a look at have a look at that one. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, yeah. So we'll run through our Never Late Eight, but before we do. Give us a bit of a rundown on how this um, backyard build start, and I guess fifty four customs. Where where does fifty four customs come in? Are they are they one and the same? Are they two separate? Two things? separate entities. Yeah. Fifty four customs is mainly me. Yep. And how fifty four customs started was in two thousand twelve. I was in my last year of school. Mum and Dad said we're going to America, <clears throat> and it was right around SEMA time. Uh-huh. So, for those that know about getting into SEMA, you've actually got to have a business. Uh-huh. Um, it's a trade-only show, so you can't yeah. go to SEMA and walk in. You have yeah. to pr- produce a heap of documents and business cards and this, that, and the other. So, that's essentially how 54 Customs started, was a waiting for me to get into SEMA. Right. Well, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you, uh, just general public can't go in and have a look? No. I've only heard that. I don't know whether I was listening to the huh. Oil and Whiskey podcast, but I've only heard that mentioned like virtually within the last two days. I've heard it. Heard, like, I mean, I've known it. It's always it's been a bucket list for me. It's like if I ever get to America, I need to time it so I can go to Seaver. Now it's just yeah. no, <laughs> wasting my time. An ABN, you get away with it. It's all good, mate. You're right. You're <laughs> right. You're I'll right. make your business card that you can present at the door and you'll get in. No worries. Oh, well, yeah. You're never late you're podcast. <laughs> say I'm AO. I should be on the di- on the list. <laughs> so that, that's that's essentially how 54 Customs started, and from there it's just been a I don't know an outlet, and it's starting to develop a little bit more as time goes on. Um, we've started to make some products and and things like that that we're looking to launch. Um, we've got a list of things that we're starting to develop and design. So it's something that I want to run down the path of, like front suspension, so independent for front suspension for hot rods. Yep. Um, pretty big into the pickup stuff, so notches, four-links, bags, things like that. I really enjoy designing that sort of stuff. Yep. So products based around that. But as yep. far as that goes, that's that's what 54 Customs is. Um, and, then, and then backyard builds sort of come about like, um, well, we, yeah, <laughs> we bought a Valiant Ute. Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say three years ago. No, it's four. Oh, okay. We've been doing backyard builds for two years. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. But um, yeah, we bought the Valiant U together. Actually, it was just a Facebook marketplace find, five hundred bucks, and I thought it was a good thing. So, I butted up the guy. Went around there the next day with a trailer and five hundred bucks mm. cash, and we bought we bought our first car together. So that's so, yeah. that's the one year chopping up and putting the turbo and. That, that is the show. Yeah. Correct. So, um, yeah. so 
We owned the vehicle for two years and did nothing with it. It sat in Tom's backyard for two years. We, and did, uh, we did a little bit on it. We actually converted the Hemi before back yeah. our builds didn't come about. We did that quite sketchy in the gravel, but got it done nonetheless. And then um, I sort of said to Zach, it'd be really cool if we could work on that a bit more. And it was always hard with conflicting schedules, full-time work between the both of us. I was living in Sydney at the time. Um, and the opportunity come for me to move back home, back to Canberra, come up. And then sort of two months later, COVID hit. And Mm. I said to Tom, I said, well, I'm pretty well grounded for the next foreseeable future. So I went and bought a GoPro, and every Sunday we get in the shed, we film, and um, do it. It's pretty much just how it started. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's exactly how it started. So we've had a lot of support along the way, like, my parents, your parents. Yeah. Um, Thong slappers like Simon and Redman, um, both of them got in contact with us at one point and just gave us a thumbs up and the green light and off we went. So, yeah. well, that's, that's how I got on here is through, through, uh, through the Thong slappers. Yeah, it yeah. seems it, like early days, they shared us around quite a lot, which made it pretty big for us. Like it we, did help, yeah. It, it pushed us to the forefront a little bit in terms of the Thong Slappers audience and, and yeah. And then there's Barney, who you mentioned before, for the stickers. So Barney did our logos. Did so, ours too. Yeah. <laughs> Barney's pretty pretty good on the old computer. I'll see if I can find the photo of the logo that we sent him <laughs> and it will show you what he came up with. And it was two, two very, very, it was the same, but there different. Was, there was oh, but mine was version, like a... And there was the four-year-old's crayon version. <laughs> pretty well could have wrote Zach aged five underneath. <laughs> mine was we like a... Print on it and paint and off it went. Mine was just like a, a, a pen sketch in me, in me daily little workbook. And I just said, yeah, look, this is what I'm thinking. I want a 308 air filter top that changed this, you know, <laughs> put podcast here. And, and honestly, he, uh, he, he sent this back and it's like, yep, yeah, let's do that. That's cool. So yeah, he yeah. also does all of our little thumbnails. Oh, okay. YouTube. Yep. So yeah, yeah, every time you open YouTube, there's a little the screenshot of the picture with all our extra stuff on it. Yeah. Barney does all Barney, those for us. Barney does them every week for us. So, Oh, that's yeah. cool. Quite yeah. every week. I mean, sometimes the night before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do owe him quite well, and he's, he's such a good bloke for us, and it, it helped us out quite hey, a bit. Hey, mate, sorry to leave you real short this week. Uh, this episode <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no worries, mate. I'll, I'll get it done. I'll do it with my lunch break. That's cool. So, yeah. I, I just I just let YouTube pick a thumbnail. There is a couple of plenty got my plenty end up with this head on them. Yeah, (laughs) they'd be like too many. Just got my head standing there. This this week's suggestion is Tom and a cat with his head back and his eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Cut, thankfully. I'm not sure how many people would have clicked on that. (laughs) Anyway, I would have. That's how that's how back our build started, and it's grown into what it is. And I was looking the other day. You got about. Is it four or five thousand subscribers now on the? Just, on the just we're just telling, we're just coming up on the five thousand mark. Yeah, yeah, forty. So you, you can get money off YouTube now, yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> I was do. I was looking at looking at the thing because Chris Chris was asking, how hey, do we get money off YouTube? I said, well, I don't think it's that easy. <laughs> but I found all the things, that, and I said, oh, you got to have a thousand subscribers. You got to do this. You got to have so many hours. It's like it's going to be a while, mate. <laughs> 
it did take us a while to get to that stage, probably 12 months. Just yeah. about the 12 month mark. And there was one yeah. episode that we did in particular that really pushed that across the line. And that was Tom's Red Monaro. Yeah. Like it, yeah. Was, it was only 10 minutes of us talking in a paddock, but yeah. it just it, it blew up. It blew like, up for us and, and it took us over that thousand and that 4,000 wash hours. So we do get monetization from YouTube. We're not we're not retiring anytime soon. We're not quite on that Cletus level yet. Yeah, no, not quite at the Cletus level. We're not, we're not, on, we're not on the old Cletus cash, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm going out and buying LSs every other week or a Steve Morris big block. So no, oh, no. Mate, we, our, our Motorex video I think passed a thousand views the other day, and we're like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how that step, those steps happen. We were doing that. We were early videos. I'd send Zach a message. Oh, we've had 500 views. <laughs> just got excited about it. And then I got the shit ones. Got like a thousand views, and it's like four thousand views, and then. Yeah, then we put the Falcon the episode out where we went to Adelaide and rescued those cars, and it that hit it's hit three hundred and fourteen thousand yeah. views. Wow! Yeah, That's just crazy. watching it take off and then spike and then spike again, and it was just me and Tom texting each other we furiously would, back we and would, forth about how we exciting. were joking about it, like, "Oh, this would be cool if we got twenty thousand views," and then. We'd get a, one of us would reply back, well, it'd be cool if it got 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> we'd piss fart around and say, oh, I'd be, imagine if it had 100,000. Like, <laughs> and then, like, the next night it was there and we were like, holy crap. Like, what happened here? Yeah. And it just, cool. it just kept climbing. <laughs> and it still is. Yeah, well, I got, I got the shits when our MotorX video went to 1,000 because now all I can see when I look at it on the YouTube is 1K. So, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's just... It's fucking locked at a thousand now till two thousand if it ever gets there. So it's there. Such a big does it? No, I'll have to look look away now. No, that's cool. Like yeah, yeah, you do a good good job. I mean, look, I'm I've said it before on the podcast. I'm I'm not a mechanic, you know. I've got a. Oh, neither are we. I've I've got a I've got a toolbox full of absolutely shit tools. But watching you blokes actually do stuff, I mean, I just look and say, "Geez, I've, I've." Fuck! I'd wish I'd be out. I could do this shit, <laughs> and it, it's good to watch. I, I just love watching it. It's good. We we always say it's just the best way to to learn is to do. Yeah. If if, yeah. if we're honest, some of the shit we do, we don't know what we're doing. Before we <laughs> oh yeah. Real fly by the seat of your pants, sort of shit. Yeah. There's a couple of moments where we're both like, shit, we actually pulled that off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you you're both meta workers, obviously. So you've got a fair you got a fair knowledge of how shit's gonna. Yeah, how to weld shit and that sort of stuff, obviously. Yeah. Well, there's one episode there, and it's how to short, how to, and how to not shorten a ball water diff. <laughs> we shortened one really wrong, <laughs> considerably wrong to the point where we went and got another one. <laughs> but we left all that in because yeah, it, know, it, it, it shows the you stuff up to what makes it good too. It yeah, shows you like real to to use a. A very high level profile car show. Toppy used to do that all the time. You'd see all the all the nasty crashes, all the stupid shit they used to do, and it's funny how much people love carnage, like breaking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As well Absolutely. as the YouTube show. Yeah. As well as the YouTube carnage. Yeah. No, you're right. Just, just that's... back to that metalworking. That's how we actually met. Um, we met at Tech. So yeah, yeah made a school tape school. I was a year above Zach, and he was obviously good enough to be up a year, so we just got chatting and... Well, we both drove shitty blue utes. So I drove a shitty blue VE Valiant U and I've got a... I've still got... We've both still got the cars. I've got a shitty blue HZ Holden. 
Tom's wrong, yeah. Doesn't at the minute. That's the only issue. I have a bit more mechanical sympathy. <laughs> nah, no, look, I'll give, story, I'll give you the story on how it died. We were at Chrysler's on the Murray. We were three wide in the front of the chute, and we took off from a set of lights, and I thought, I don't know how well you know Aubrey, but you go across the bridge into Wodonga, yeah. down the main street there, and a car went past. I thought, bugger it, I'll catch him before the bridge. <laughs> so light went green. We turned left. First gear, rang it out. Second gear, rang it out. The cam had fallen off. So the cam drops off at about 6,000 RPM. So we're in second gear doing 6,000 RPM. The idiot oil light on the dash pops up. I Which looked, we actually didn't think worked. I looked at the gauge and it's pinned to zero. And I looked at the and said, oh, well, it's done. It went to third and stayed in. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rodney's knocking pretty aggressively in that motor at the minute. So it was pushed off the trailer and, um, and that's where it stayed. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> hey, you got we, a good, got we, a good we, story. We yeah. before the bridge. We did. We did. <laughs> oh, oh, you got a good oh, story. Yeah. Oh, well, no, good. Well done on the show, mate, uh, blokes. And um, I enjoy it. I'm sure plenty of others enjoy it. And um, yeah, all the best with it. I reckon it's, I reckon it's like I say, I really enjoy it. So it's good. No, well, let's move you. on yeah, to the, uh, move on to the Never Late Eight, shall we? Just a quick interjection. I reckon you and I might need to go off and do a bloody metal working course together and then chop each other's cars. I reckon. That's <laughs> in our future at some point. Uh, <laughs> mate, I've, I've got our mate Dave around the corner chomping at the bit to chop up the chef, <laughs> get some big meats <laughs> under the back of it. I saw the dash and instantly wanted to throw the reams on it. Yeah, anyway, never late eight. You're going to have to lead it because for all my notes and all my post-it yeah, notes, I don't, have the, I don't have the eight questions in my hand. So I'll just all right. check. Let's start off with question number one. What was uh, first car-related memory? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I grew up, my father had a HT sedan, Kingswood sedan, and... We had so many adventures in that car when I was growing up, and I was I was distraught when he sold it. But that that's that's my first car related memory was just helping dad servicing that car and just enjoying that as a kid growing up. So yeah, that's mine. Your turn. Mine was my dad had a J1 Bedford truck that um, he convert. He bought it when he was 16 years old. He wasn't even old enough to drive it home. He had to get popped to drive it home from Parramatta Road in Sydney back to, Jind- <laughs> to Jindabyne. So that was a big trip. It was obviously slow. So at some point they put a 253 and a Trimatic in it. And um, Nana and Pop passed away and Dad went and got the truck. And that was the first truck that me and him actually restored or where I learned a lot of what I know. Um, so that's really my first car-related memory is going and try and pick that up. But in like a roll-on memory for that was he bought like a brand – it wasn't brand new. He bought a HQ. He brought a HQ with a 253 and a Trimatic in it. And essentially, it was a good runner with three months rego. We drove it around for a month. And then we put it in the backyard, pulled the motor and box out of it, and then scrapped it. Like <laughs> I, remember, I remember Dad putting the the attachment, like the gripper on the excavator through the roof of that car oh. after we pushed it off the trailer. And we were discussing it the other night, and it was – the HQ would have been worth way more than the bed that ever was <laughs> <laughs> in today's money, that's for sure. Absolutely. But it's funny the things that you throw away, but that's they're my car-related memories, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, they always relate back to family or father or parents of some description generally. Um, yeah. 
first car. Doesn't have to be like you first hot car or anything, just the, the first car you had. <laughs> first car I had unofficially officially was dad's HJ one time. So dad always had a thing where he would go and buy number plates for us the day we were born. So I've got a set of ZT number plates, one nine nine four, and they were the they were on that HJ. And he always said that that would be my ute. But I ended up with a 2004 BA Falcon as my first car because Dad sold the HJ. Yeah. Um, but a week after I got that, I went and bought a KB5 International truck, a split screen combi ute, a low light combi ute, a Type 3 square back, and <laughs> Mum and Dad bought a <laughs> a Mini Matic the same weekend. So, like. I have a problem with buying cars, but <laughs> at least you can admit it. That's all I can say. It's it's it stems from from early days of years of motors. If I can keep away from Simon Clark, because yeah, you yeah. have the same issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my 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 first car that I bought was a EH station wagon. It was like that horrible maroon, like poo brown is what yeah. I called it. It was a one eight six car, four speed. Uh, it had the optional no brakes, which was really handy on a steep driveway. Um, I think me and Dad were headed to an auto store or Bunnings or something, and it was sitting there on the corner of the side of the road. Um, he thought, oh, shit, we should have a look at that. So he's gone across two lanes of traffic to pull off the, pull off the road. We jump out, we're looking at it, and um, two seconds later, the guy that owned it pulled up and said, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, we're just looking. We're just about to ring the number. He goes, well, you would have got me. So um, we struck the deal there on the side of the road for 800 bucks, um, and he dropped it off five minutes later. So, yeah, I had an EH station wagon. It was my first car. Nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, favourite favorite car? Well, if we're alternating, I'll go first again, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my I've got. I had to put two down because I actually own both of them currently, which is kind of handy. Um, I've got a HT Kingswood Ute. I've got a. I've got a thing for Utes. So that's that the one you're playing with on the. Space. That's the one you're playing handy. with on the on the videos. Yeah, that was the white one we're playing with in one of the uh, videos earlier in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Where we emptied the back shed. Yeah. Yeah. So that car's still parked in the back shed, and I'll get to it eventually. Um, I've got that, and yeah, then. HK Monaro is my other one. Like, there's something about that classic Aussie muscle car body shape from '68. It's yeah. just no, I'm with you. It's though. not to be fucked with, really. One of the one of the best shapes, I reckon. Oh, what's the specs on? What's the specs on the HK? Um, <laughs> is this one? the one that's in the in the paddock? Well, I've got two. <laughs> oh, the way on, yeah, the one that was one, in like a young tacker. The the one that you moved out of the shed that was in half was that one? That's one, and the other is the red one. Yeah, yeah, the red one. Yeah, no, cool. Probably make one good Monaro out they're of actually, two. Yeah, they're, yeah, correct. But they they're both just one eight six four speed cars. They were they're not GDS or the, sorry, they are GTS models, yeah. but. Chevrolet. Yeah, I had the Indy Orange. I had the Indy Orange HG GDS 186S Trimatic. You know, so you know, like I've, I've got an allegiance on both sides of that conversation. Yeah, I, I'm slightly biased, as we'll find out later down the track. But yeah, I think it's Zach's turn. Favorite car. 36 Ford. 
obviously like three window coupe. There's two in particular. There's one built by Cole Foster and one by Mike Bellow. Um, both cars in America, both what I've based my 36 build off. And, um, and his tattoo. And my tattoo. So I actually got a 36 tattooed on me when I was probably 20 years old. So I thought it was about time to go and buy one. You can't have another car and not have one. So that's the one that you you did a video not long ago, is it? My yeah, that I fell out of the back. That I fell out of the back of it at the start of the video. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't roll as well as I used to. Like that actually hurt. <laughs> it doesn't bounce anymore. As far as like <laughs> memorable cars as well, like at risk Falcon, that, that burnout car that used to get around at risk. Pete yeah. So when it was pink or purple and silver that was my favorite guys in that car essentially and then another car that really stuck out to me in my early days there's a youtube channel called buck bz and he's got a 1950 gmc pickup with a 453 detroit in it and mm. five speed main and a three speed joey in it and it just sounds absolutely unreal so they're they're sort of my picks as favorite cars cool what's your favorite car you've owned zach favorite what's car favorite? Ooh, contentious subject yeah, that's why it's, you've avoided so going many. off on some sort of tangent. Yeah. Are you still <laughs> one car for every year you've been around? I'm pretty much surpassed. I don't know. I've nearly owned one car for every year that I've been around, but <laughs> and we're only young, so just think about how far we've got to go. My favorite and you gotta remember you gotta remember too, I can't narrow down. If I pick my one favorite car, there's probably four cars that'll get a mention. So, you know. The car that I have the best memories in. All the, the, yeah. I had the best time in was probably yeah. my AP6. I had an AP6 that was rusty front and maroon rear. So I yeah. bought 500 bucks and we drove it onto the trailer in the paddock. I think yeah. I put a thousand bucks in a historic rego on it. And I don't know, that car was was a very memorable car. We had a lot of road trips and a lot of good times in it. Yeah, it was, there were some really good adventures between us and, and our, our third Amigo Saxon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what I was mining for. <laughs> it's funny, like, sometimes your favourite car might not be, you know, a hotted up thing or anything. It might just be something that you just really oh, enjoy doing stuff in. It was <laughs> hot, far from hot. Back. Oh, no, it was hot. It got hot many times. <laughs> on one trip. Yeah, no, every Neville 88 will reveal a secret in regard to the first, you know, like the favourite car, you know, and it's never the one you'd expect. So, you know, quite often it's not the one you'd expect. So, getting no, a, very cool. Getting 100 mile an hour out of that thing with four of us in it. And it just started yeah. floating line to line. Was, was, well, we didn't do any bushes or anything in it, so... Yeah, I bought a VG. I bought a VG sedan for a hundred bucks because it had a day's rego left on it. Took it out of my mate's place. We chopped the exhaust off it, and but he used to just take a blast and back roads, you know. Like, and that's probably <laughs> that's probably one I'd have back tomorrow, you know. Like, <laughs> but that, yeah, just like, if that's that a good back tomorrow, I would not <laughs> not get rid of it. That's for sure. Yeah, no. uh, biggest regret? You might have had a few. <laughs> Can you, na- can you nail one down? That has, geez. Regrets. You start. Regrets, I've definitely had a few. So, obviously, that AP6 <laughs> was a big regret selling that, but it led the way into buying a few other cars that we'll go through in current cars. Yeah. Um, I regret selling my Mazda Bongo then. I had a little Mazda Bongo 1000, but it was big yeah. block 1.2 in it that we used to wheel stand and jump at college. <laughs> 
I had I regret selling an F seven hundred. I recently sold my Cadillac. I had a mint EK sedan. I had a really nice XR sedan. I saw the Cadillac, saw the Caddy on recent videos, and so that was a purposeful sale. That one, that was to achieve another end, or it's not a means to an end, but um, it's going to help fund a few little projects on the side. Um, I had a guy come up to me who had seen it in our videos and said, "Would you be willing to sell it?" And we both agreed on a price, and he came and picked it up. So, yeah, can happen. It is what it is. It'll help. All for the um, greater good. Another regret that I actually have is not buying that FC Vanette that we have, or that I have now, for 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like when we got that from the Wreckers, or when the first time we inquired about that, was actually the trip that we took that AP6 on. Yeah. Uh, was to actually, yeah. He offered it to us for 800 bucks, and I, I think we ended up paying 14 or $1,600. Yeah, 16 a, a, year, a, year, a year ago. And yeah. When we said it was five eight, years when, when we said it was eight hundred bucks, he said the price of milk's gone up. So what do you expect? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of the famous Flynn's wrecking yard in Kuma. So for all the people that say you can't buy anything out of there, bullshit. We've actually bought many a thing from Flynn's. So yeah, another regret yeah. I have is making my mother push most of these sh- these shit boxes up the driveway when they don't run. <laughs> She's a saint. She's a saint. She never lets me forget it. And there's yeah. now I'm on a 12 month buying ban with her, but that's a different story. <laughs> Just till her shoulder comes good. <laughs> she, nah, she's imposed me on a 12 month buying ban, and she did it on the first of January. I said, "No, that's all right then." She goes, "Why's that?" I said, oh, "I bought another car yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> I, I got daggers on New Year's Day. That was for sure. Yeah, yeah, that but probably my biggest regret of all is actually selling everything that I've owned that's ever run. Yeah, yeah. And now I've got a heap of cars and they don't run, but that's my biggest yeah. regret, selling what runs. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, relatable, relatable. Yeah, my my main regret was sort of selling an EH was selling the EH station wagon because it, in hindsight, which is a wonderful thing, it didn't have a lot of rust. And with my skills these days, I probably could have fixed it and got it back on the road pretty quick. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I sold it to buy. I sold it to buy my HTU actually, and I was still living at home, and I had three Utes in the driveway and a station wagon, so I wasn't anyone's friend as well. So you know, push come to shove, and I just had to pick one, and that was it. But um, it came up for sale on Facebook Marketplace a couple of years ago, and I was this close to getting it back, but the guy didn't message me back, and I got the shits with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that's sort of my biggest regret. Uh, favorite event? You got a favorite car event? Uh, I've got two. So um, one probably a bit close to you guys, a bit closer to home for you guys is the Bright Rod Run. No. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I've been to that a few times, and it's just a really good. Um, it's just a really good attitude. Like it's no one's you know, being idiots is, you know, everyone's just there to have a good time, cruise the route, you know, look at all the rockabilly stuff and just, just have a good time down by the river. And it's, it's, it's a really good event and it's a great weekend. I really dig it. Um, my other one is what come out tonight was our Sydney Rod and Custom Show. That always is a really good event for us. Um, yeah. We normally day trip it, but it was actually really nice to actually spend the weekend. There this it time. was, yeah, it was actually really good to not have to, 
rush to get there early in the morning, getting the gates early, and then you know drive all the way back home to Canberra in the dark. But um, yep. yeah, th those are sort of my two favourite events for sure. Yep, excellent. As far as me, um, prizes on the Murray is probably oh, yeah that one uh, probably <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> would go to. It's not so much prizes on the Murray as a show; it's the people that we go with that make the weekend what the weekend is. Yep. Um, there's a good bunch of guys up here in Canberra who are all into Valiance and Mopars and stuff. And yeah, we call them the Mopar Mafia. Yeah. And Dave, Green's got, Dave Green's got his own mafia too, buddy. Those boys <laughs> roll up from Melbourne and they're all smiling pretty hard. You know, they're special guys, those Valiant guys. <laughs> I've heard those. I was never Valiant. I was never a Valiant person. And I got given one, and then everyone's got a Valiant they want to sell. So yeah. Yeah. I, came, I came to Valiant person. I've also got I bought, a VK, I bought a VK Chrysler that was rooted for rust on the strength of how well it drove. It was the nicest driving car I'd ever driven, and it got a canary for rust. And the old man, I ended up getting that one back on the road. So yeah. Good on you. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> Hot Rod and Custom Expo is also on my list, <clears throat> um, as well as Chopped. I do love getting a Chopped. Yeah, uh, I haven't been for many years, but dirt drags are back on this year, and we'll see what we can cobble together. But the other one that I really loved to go to was the Boogaloo, um, which was sort of run by Des Russell and the other yeah, one, yeah. Ford. So both good shows, but I don't think the Boogaloo's going to ever happen again. I think that's all run and done. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. Mm. Very good, very good. We're getting through. I've got a couple uh, but, left. People will be happy to see the dirt drags back at Chop too, because a few people have mentioned it in our podcast. Love Chopped when it was on the dirt, you know. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see the response it gets. I did, I did go to Mr. Ford's house probably a month ago. Yeah, and he got that Plymouth Belvedere up on the converter at five thousand RPM in the middle of Newstead at about five o'clock in the afternoon, and how <laughs> he's not been resold from town, I don't know. But he sent me a video three days later of him doing the biggest burnout I've ever seen in that bone Corvette that he's building. But yeah, I just love going through. You said, well, back when I was actually a lot fitter than what I am now, I I duck up to um, Harcourt there. There's a big mountain bike park up there, and you drive through Newstead, and the the Marlboro van would be out the front, like just just parked on the street out the front. Yeah, it's like oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> I, I took the Nash over there to show him one day because it was still running the bloody interceptor rims and I had a set of bloody F100 wheels coming off Gerald I was going to put on it and basically um, in the end I sort of said, if I send you photos of this car, you're not going to let it through the gate. He said, oh, let's go for a drive, jump in the back seat and I'm fucking blasting him out the back roads in the old Nash. <laughs> there. But as I always do, jump on the pedal and then jump on the brakes just to show people it can do both and then you can actually <laughs> relax. Otherwise, you get a bit nervous, I reckon, the quicker she picks up pace. <laughs> uh, what's next, yeah. dream car or dream garage? Well, I've got my dream garage, well, sort of, but um, my my dream car, I'm probably very fortunate to actually have bought my dream car and Despite it being, you know, somewhat of a shell, it's still a HK Monaro in my world. Like, yeah. I, I just, I just love the shape. Like, what do you, what do you think of the uh, the red one? Jovan's car is amazing. <laughs> how 
How awesome! Uh, we that? saw that on the weekend at Rod and Custom, and I, I was, you know, Zach had to drag me away from the <laughs> busy filming it for forty-five minutes. But anyway, <laughs> then there was a video of it Sunday night being driven home. Yeah, how good was right. that? Oh, that's... Drove it out and drove it out to Liverpool and put it in the trailer and straight down the M7. Yeah. But that was awesome. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually a local car to us. I saw it two years before it actually even got unveiled at Summonats, and it was a. An original 186 Piccadilly Red Power Glide car that he used to drive to work, <laughs> which is awesome. That's brilliant. Uh, uh, anyway, sidetracked there. So um, <clears throat> you've got your got your dream dream car. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with oh, you yeah. on the HKs. They're awesome. Yeah, you're awesome. What are you? Got? I've got a bit of a list. So <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was a bit of contention. We said it had to be one, but he's take it. Take a sec. Well, the, 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 it's either one car or a garage. So I already, I already own some of them. So I've got a KB5 International truck. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I just fell in love with the shape. It's got a 471 Detroit diesel in it with a 10-speed Road Ranger on our colours, airbagged all around. Um. That's a never sell car. Another never sell would be my 36 three window, which we're going to build into like a 40 style tail dragger, very mm. similar to Andy Carolero's from the weekend. Yeah. Um, the FC wagon that we've got, so it's a Vanette. I've got pretty cool ideas for it. I've always wanted an EK wagon. So this is the on the non-owned list, an EK wagon. Um, yeah. Tubbed would be please, great. Please do not message Zach on Instagram. <laughs> Then then the other three I own, so my F one hundred, so I've got a fifty eight F one hundred, uh VEU, so my blue one, which is affectionately named Uncle Tony. And then because I've grown up around trucks all my life and mum always said if either me or my brother needed a, a blood transfusion it'd be one third diesel. Hmm. Uh, I've got an international load star as well, which is bogey drive. Yeah. Boat drive truck, so which does drive, which does drive. It's out at Tom's farm when we cut hot laps in it every now and then to keep keep it running. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah, that would yeah. be a dream garage. So probably a seven or eight wide, <laughs> five two to the gutter sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Yeah, um, I think everyone can take one big rig for sure. <laughs> current car, you probably covered a lot of them in the last one, I suppose. At least happening yet. Do you want to start with gun cover? Um, <laughs> you guys both sit down to start with because this could take a lot longer than you guys think. <laughs> I think. I think it counts 22, 23 between us. <laughs> I mean, uh, that we can remember. Yeah. Uh, my my current cars are my HTU, my HG sedan, my two HK Monaros, my two EH Utes. I've got a HR wagon, my HZU, um, my daily driver is a Toyota Land Cruiser, and I also have a 75GC Chrysler Galant. And that's... That's a, that's a great little Galant, that car. Yeah. yeah. So when I, I, when I spun the bearing in my blue, it was like an episode of Top Gear with that shit car that follows you around everywhere. That was the Galant. If, if your car breaks, that's what you drive home. So I drove the yeah. car at 80 kilometres an hour all the way from Albury back to Canberra. Yeah, well, mate, young bloke's just about to go 19. He's got a two-door pillarless one, a uh, Mitsubishi Colt, which yeah. did a lot of time around. It was a rally car in Ballarat and used to That's compete cool. for going to rally. He's doing it as a really tidy fucking street car. But he went and bought another Galant 
he was 18, they've flown to, bloody, flown to Adelaide, gone up into the hills to buy it. When they've gone to put petrol in it, the tank was rusted out and it's spraying fuel up into the fucking boot. The spare was just fucking eaten out from the fuel that it's been laying in. Oh, no. All the way back from Adelaide to Ballarat, him and his mate, both fucking 18. That's awesome. Um, and now all of a sudden that was going to be his parts car, but bloody Mico Parker, who I sort of know, is going to repair the rust on it and going to get him that bloody on the street as well. So, yeah, there you go. Glance bloody everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's – they're my current cars. Um, yeah. Mine are obviously I've got the 47 Inter with a 471 GM in it. I've also yeah. got another one that's nicknamed Interlux, which is a, another 47 International. Originally it was on a Hilux chassis. Rules in New South Wales changed, and we ended up doing a bit of a Christmas special build on that. Um, yeah. It's now an original chassis, 440 dig block, 727 nine-inch airbag all around. Um, I've got a VEU called Uncle Tony. We've got the FC Vanette, the 36, got Bradford Van, which is a CA Bedford Van. So any listeners out there want to see a Bedford Van, I'm happy to move it on. <laughs> I moved one of the two on. Like I had cool plans for that, but I'd much prefer to put the money into the 36. I've got a VC Safari wagon, which it has featured on the channel. There's more coming on that. And yeah, that's the one on the rotisserie in the backyard. Yep. Yeah. It was never meant to be a rotisserie build. So the 440 that's in that international come with that car, but it's six cubic inches too big to get registered in New South Wales. So the maximum cubes in New South Wales is 434 and a VC Safari. So it was one of the one of those deals. I've got 48 chef pickup times 1.5 because the 0.5 is my bit. So I've got a, I've got a, I've got a complete truck and then the whole sheet metal for another truck. Um, yeah. funny story how that come about I knew where they were I knew the neighbour the neighbour's good friends with me he rang me one day at work and said oh mate next door's moving if you come with a thousand dollars in a car trailer this afternoon both trucks are yours <laughs> so that's what we did that was when I was a first year apprentice and I think I had a thousand and seventy five dollars in my account that week <laughs> so seventy five bucks for the rest of the week but I own two Chev trucks I got a 58 F100 Obviously the Lodestar, and then the New Year's Eve special was a VF hardtop. Um, I've just got to add to those current cars. There's also another Safari wagon, an FC sedan, an FEU, which we haven't actually picked up yet. Yeah, I hope it's still there. But they yeah. could have returned to the earth by now. They've been sitting for a few years. But yeah. <laughs> and just before we move on to the next one, there's obviously the current cars that be over between us. So yeah, a- so there's the backyard build cars. So we basically just went half 50-50 in them. Um, there is the 57 Chev, which was went through the fires down the coast. It's a two-door post um, car, hardtop, obviously. Perfect I saw car. you drag that off the trailer. Which, yeah. time, which time? Because that's the only way to get it off the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Those videos, like, I posted it's like, purest pages on 57 chevs and stuff and everyone gets upset about it <laughs> it is what it is yeah but show, that, show, that, show me how to get it off otherwise yeah that that was a salvage car um when we had those terrible bushfires um come through 2019 2020 it was down the south coast from us and got the barbecued it was actually it would have been original colors to yours um ao that baby blue wire yeah. roof kind of deal yeah so it's a typical american bill 
quarters have been riveted in, hammered in, and then bogged over. So in that like back Bel Air flash trim, essentially I can put my finger against the panel and it comes to my first knuckle. So that's how much bog was in it. It had about 15 mil of bog in the rear quarters. But yeah. if anyone's looking for a good, sure, cheaper way of sandblasting, just light it on fire, it all melts out. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Um, and, then, and then there's obviously the, the turbo ute, which was a $500 special. The guy was going to chop it into a trailer. And he yeah. couldn't, couldn't bring himself to do it, thankfully. And uh, we bought it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the current list of cars. I don't know if anyone was counting or if, yeah. if someone can post later on how many cars there was because we can't count past 10. Yeah. <laughs> this this should be coming out next week, so you'll be able to listen back and actually mark them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. perfect. <laughs> uh, to round out the eight questions, any words of wisdom for up, upcoming uh, okay. car enthusiasts or car builders? Yeah, or car buyers as we are car buyers. lovingly known as. My advice is my life motto, which is um, buy them cheap, stack them deep. <laughs> yeah, probably tell the previous list. <laughs> yeah, that would be my advice. Like everyone carries on about us owning a shitload of cars and not doing anything with them, but you got they're not yeah. they're being built anymore. We, we what, decided so. One in the hands better than two in the air is the sort of motto that we've, we've got. And yeah, I've got very. Um, very understanding parents. Everyone always asks my parents, why do you let him buy cars? And she goes, mum always says, I know where his money is. And mm. it's not in drugs or loose women. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. So <laughs> my words of wisdom would be, um, it's only metal. <laughs> I like it. If everything, everything can be put back together with metal. Like you can yeah. weld it back together. You can cut it apart. It just goes, it always goes back together. It's only metal. They're only metal and nuts and bolts. That's I it. I like it. I like it. Don't be afraid. Yeah. If you end up with like nuts and bolts and it still goes around the block, it's probably all right. It's probably <laughs> lighter and better than it was before. <laughs> it was Aaron Bray. Uh, I reckon it was Aaron Bray in Custom Cars Aussie. Give me the words of wisdom. Don't be afraid to grab the grinder and delve deep. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, that seems like the lesson. Oh well, that's the that's probably the longest never eight never late eight I think we've done. So <clears throat> that's good. Barney and Clark, you went we, for a while. Oh yeah, they, yeah, that was that was a good one too. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. forgot to hit fucking record and had to do them twice. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that one stretched out. Oh, are you recording this? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. We probably just having a chat. Yeah, just, uh, no one's for me. Bloody hell! Let's oh, move yeah. on to. Street Machine Magazine, June two thousand twenty-two, and I, I've just got to say it's another another bumper issue. I I found it pretty hard to not pick every bloody car in the magazine. Definitely a bumper issue. Um, there've been yeah. a few this year, I tell you. They've been uh, knocking them out of the park. Yeah, no, back to back, been amazing. The last probably four or five months it's been sort of, yeah, really hard to bloody tie it back down again. But mm. anyway, before we do the review. I just want to talk about that bloody police operation in New South Wales, that story. Did you read that? That's Yeah. Um, that's yeah. pretty dodgy. You guys are up that way. Any heard I've of anything? Got, I've actually got it in my honourable mentions because that was a good read and well written by Marv um, and Telfo. Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pick up on that when we get to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, if you've got it there on your list, we'll, uh, we'll mention it later on. But anyway. Um, all right, let's who's the way who wants to go first for their uh pick of the I'm magazine? Trying to 
pick the same thing for our picks. So yeah, <laughs> oh, you, you, you might as well go if you go together if you got the same one. Well, our pick was page eighty. Ansel <clears throat> is um, FJ Coop. Yeah, well, How cool is that man. thing? That to, to me that looks like such a good cruiser with the big Chev six in it or the little Chev six in it, I suppose. But um, and it's still got the man pedal in it. Um, still yep. three on the tree, which is cool. And the chop really works on it. It's not. It's not been. Um, it's not been Americanized, I suppose you'd say. No, everything about it. I just. Just love it. Still, it just it. looks perfect. I mean, it could be a high-end buddy model sitting in the showroom back in buddy fifty-four. You know, like it just looks right. Everything oh, works. Yeah. I, I have um, seen a on this, and they did mention something again, and it does show it. Like it's the humpless humpy. Like yeah. they're actually taking the back hump out of it, and it just sort of flows a lot better. Yeah, yeah I, just, I had it in my. Uh, I had three picks, and that was. Um, and I've only just realised, only just realised anyway recently that it was Aiden's design too. That Aiden did the design on it. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, it's been kicking around online now. The um, yeah, the before and after schematics, I guess. Well, I, I remember when it when it hit Facebook and all that was last year or something. It's like, wow, check this thing out. Yeah, that's what I was sort of saying. It came out and then it kind of disappeared for a while. And then yeah. It probably disappeared because it was going in the magazine, maybe. I don't know. Something, but just... something I really dig about it is the it's got the Vauxhall dash in it. So it would, you know, it's 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 still Australian, but it's got that British sort of touch to it as well. Yeah, no. Mm. I really love it. No, everything. It's just done. It's just done really, really well. That uh, What's his name? Anthony. It's, it's, Anthony like, I reckon you happily job. jump in that car and drive to Queensland. Yeah, yep. Oh, I really dig the FX caps on it on those 17s. Yeah. And if yeah. FX caps they want to part with, please let me know. I want to that <laughs> Is this just going to be a, <laughs> a buy, swap and sell advertising? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a podcast for buy, swap and sell, but just for us. <laughs> so that was that was mine and Tom's pick. Um, yep. I had a second one. Yep. And that was on 114, which was the Hackshop Garage Fairlane. Oh, yeah. I think one of those yeah, boys has no, found our sticker... Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we chucked the sticker in the in the passenger side window when we were down at Motorex. So I wonder if they found it. One on the seat. Sticker bombing. They were two guys that I did catch up with at Motorex and we had a good chat and Nathan's actually called us out, but reading this PB of eleven six at hundred and sixteen sort of scares me for a two four five turbo hemi. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if the old uh, Single cam push rod's going to quite get there. <laughs> well, you just, you never know. You never know. What did you have, Moses? Uh, well, I definitely had uh, page 80, so I was done away with at the start, but I also went to um, page 44, which is the uh, the blue uh, EK. That was actually my, uh, that was my, that's my number one pick. Yeah, well, that's in that that's story. Cool. Like, um, custom. Uh, when you actually yeah. read about read through and what they've done to it, I yeah, there's um not not a lot to not like about that car. I just I've just got a little note down there. It looks like a mini fifty seven. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the Australian fifty seven. Yeah, a couple of yeah, years that's late. It. And just yeah, just really plain, slick, like it. Nearly looks like a two door until you start looking a bit deeper at it. But um, and a, oh, yeah, and Aiden Jacoby did the art. 
um, work for that too. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that was that was my second. So I only picked two, mate. But, um, I, I had another any... one. I just I picked that. Uh, I I could not leave the silver HQ out. I on uh, I think it's page sixty-eight. You're fucking tragic. <laughs> sorry, sorry, what? <laughs> just, 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 flicking, just flicking through quietly here. Just silver, just silver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, silver and HQ. I don't know. That's I it. just, I just like, like you. I actually sent a picture of it to Dave Gilfoy. I said, mate, this looks like something you could, you almost could have built this car. Um, yeah. Just, I oh, know. It's just, it's, it's a proper street car. Like it just looks like you that. You could just roll up to that in a in a car show and be blown away by it. I think, and yeah, you know, we talk all the talk about Sharp HQ. I think that this silver needed to be on H Sharp HQ. That's just my <laughs> that's just my opinion. <laughs> I, I love silver and I was, I love Sharp HQ. It was a long street, but I don't think you'd have any problems getting down the quarter mile in it. Quite comfortably either. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the, little... big, the big cube small block is is pretty appealing. Yeah. yeah. No, and, just... and in the defence of the mighty HQ, you know, you did see the video I shot at the gateway of Sam's new HQ, that white one, the satins, the white yes. GDS. Yep. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, and he's got the oh, tub. He's got, <laughs> he's got he's got the tub deck V as well, the red one. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, best of the build. What have we got for that one? I had two picks. Yep. Um, Mark Taylor's FX. Yeah, I picked that one too. That's yeah, that's awesome. That hey, one, I knew one you coming on. You can't go wrong with blowers and a visor for us. Without <laughs> <laughs> external sun visors and us, you just go hand in hand. I just like, I love the way the uh, the the backs tucking those big big tires and it just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been under it. Yeah, it's. It, I'm keen to see what that's going to look like when it's finished. I reckon that looks great. Yeah, I sort of to, to add to that. I I didn't mind the the 1935 pickup with that rendering there. Yeah, yeah, um, with the tube chassis like that. Yeah, that, yeah, that looks could be a pretty wicked car eventually. <laughs> yeah. My other one was Troy Dow's XP Falcon, um, purely because it's big cubes and it's got one of the best bonnet scoops. In my opinion, ever put on a on a Ford? Yeah, yeah. A UFO style, like Fairlane Galaxy yeah. Galaxy yeah. Bonnet Scoop. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with you there. I took. Um, I also went to page one twenty five for Shannon Mansfield ZD Fairlane. Um, oh yeah, yep. Yeah, his old man used to have one. So he's now got this one. The old man got a bit excited when he brought it home, but he's going to black the chrome. It's going a four oh eight cube Flevo that made 618 horsepower on the dyno, apparently. Um, but, yeah, just something that, yeah, something Dad used to have that, yeah, now the kid wants. So, yeah. Going to change a colour scheme. What's wrong with Bernardo? Yeah, well, I don't know. Blackening the chrome with the green, I'm not sure, but it didn't really sort of mention a colour, but other than the but fact... It's got the whole paint scheme on it, too. That's yeah, cool. he wants to get... Yeah, what was it? Reminds me of Mr. Bean's mini black one. <laughs> yeah, very similar. <laughs> yeah, I'm, go, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going for a racer look that will stray a bit away from the Fairlane Luxo Barge Five. I'll be blacking out all the chrome and getting her as close to the blacktop as I can. 
Yeah, there you go. We, we, so, went, we went for a ride in a ZD with pretty well the same combo, about the same power yeah. and same converter, and it was it was a bloody ride and a half, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of those. Like big fan of those big fair lanes. I love, I love the double stack headlights. I reckon they're awesome. Yeah. O to Z, O to ZC with the 351 Windsor factory in it, and it was a cool car. I like, bought it cheap, sold it to a bloke who needed a motor for an X-Dub GT in the end. But um, ZAs, I just, I'm tragically afflicted by ZAs. I nearly can't take the stacked headlights. I love ZAs that much. So, you know, and my name is Moses. I'm addicted to ZAs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? End of the net, nothing else, best of the bill? Oh, I think no, I'm that's, pretty, that's pretty good here. Yeah, I only had the one. I just oh, that's that. what I wanted I to say, too, with um, Shannon Mansfield, ZD. ZD, there's budget constraints. Got to wait till the missus will uh, let sling him a bit more money to spend on it, you know, and I suppose that comes up a bit. Like, we've spoken, Matty Waters sort of said about uh, how his dear lady understands if there's no money for something, and then all of a sudden he goes and spends a 1000 bucks on a carby, you know, <laughs> to find those partnerships in your world, I guess, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Definitely do. Here's a handbrake at backyard builds. There's obviously budget constraints. Like, we've all got yeah. that. That's handbrake, handbrake, handbrake everywhere, mate. Yeah, well, that's it. That's what because the Chevy loves sitting out there, just laying in the swamp, waiting for me to make a start at some point. That was meant to be happening. Anyway, where are uh, we? Reader's Pride. What do we got for that? I got two. I got three. So I got three I'll, I'll start if you want. Yeah, fire away. My top one was Aaron Fuller's Toyota Hilux. There you uh, go. You got me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had that one as well on page 151. Going, going for a 1,000 horsepower straight-driven mini truck, why not? 100%. Yeah, I'll trust the oh, two I've got, a post, I've got a post-it note here which just basically says, indeed, why not? <laughs> so that's how much we're thinking on the same level <laughs> that's how that's how a lot of our builds happen is yeah. just why not um yeah. i think the next one from both of us was shane wilkins hk monaro mostly my bias coming to tally there but um yeah you can't go wrong you know for me for me it's the epitome like chev monaro yeah it's a winning Look, combo. Yeah, it's blue. <laughs> Fleet colours at backyard builds is yeah. blue for everything that we're going to paint, to be honest. And, um, it's not run a bad time over the eighth mile, too, by the looks of it. So. <laughs> nah, 7-1. Yeah, yeah. It's respectful, nearly hitting the turn. That's it. The other one for me was um, Thomas Bavolina. The XE. XE. Yeah. Butcher it. It's all right. It's all right. I hope you got it out right. But yeah, obviously, young fellow with P plates in the back. Yeah, I was a big fan of this. One or two XPs. It's got the right ride height. Um, definitely me and Tom spec with towing the invisible caravan. So down Snow the back and up, up in the front. And yeah, XE snowflakes on it. I do love a good snowflake. And yeah. He's got original ones, not 17s or 20s, which is cool. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's a cool, and I keep saying it all through the podcast. The, these XDs, XEs, I I really dig it. Yeah, I think my my final pick was the the moke with the bunch of bananas in it. <laughs> yeah, I've got that as I've got that as my pick as well. Ian McNeese, Ian McNeese. What a ripper. I saw that. I saw that on the back blocks of Belan. I was doing a bloody delivery and I could see it above a bit of a hedge and a bit of a fence obscuring it. And I I swore it was a sea cab. 
and I put it up as a spot. There's a Moses McCready spotto on Instagram somewhere of that vehicle, and you'd nearly swear by looking at it that it's some kind of bloody Ford truck or. And it wasn't until us actually Che um, lives around the corner from this guy, so I sent Che a photo of it out of the magazine. And said, "Is that what I saw in that bloke's yard?" And he goes, "Yep, that'd be it." Yeah. So, nah, it's cool. There's yeah. something cool oh, about that, it. That was one of my picks. The other one for me was the uh, the red RS two thousand of Francois Pereira. I think his name is, but I just yeah, love those good. cars. No, you got that right. You got that right. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> um, I've always been a fan of those little RS two thousands. I just reckon they're awesome. I just like that it's got twin forty five mil Webers on it. Yeah, that side induction would just be awesome at you know nine thousand RPM. Yeah, yes, a mate cool. of mine had one back yes, in the day, and it was. Uh, oh no, you just you never see him. I was actually yeah. really really surprised to see it in the in the books. I wins a lot. I couldn't tell you the last time I I saw one. No, I could have given it a shout. Hey, yeah. Uh, that's it. What have we got? Sunday sesh is next. On to Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I initially put all of it because it was just. It's a, usually a, a good. Of... It's usually a good flick through the old Sunday too far away, and it is hard to. I I'm guilty of just picking the whole lot, but I actually picked a couple. I gave, and I also did because I gave Danielle a gigs. I gave her one for the '57 wagon at Queenscliff. Well, just yeah. the Queenscliff cruise. Yeah, I picked that one as well. And Chez's images on that HR van. Oh, that was one of mine. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you, you can't go wrong with an LS and a van. Like these days, it's the modern. It's the modern small block Chevs. Like it's it's just cool. Yeah. yeah, not everyone wants not everyone wants to spend five thousand two hundred dollars putting forty thousand pistons in their three oh eight, you know, using nah, it so much. I bought different folks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, it's the podcast's fault because the bloody the minute we were about to launch the podcast, the three oh eight got smoky. So <laughs> I was really committed at that point for the Never Late podcast to just launch <laughs> <laughs> I've got a one of my picks was Bruce Howie's photo. We all know Bruce is a a well travelled man. Yes, and it's just a cool photo. Who paints cars these days like that? And I'm sure he found them way out in a indigenous community somewhere. And good on yeah. it, just painting them up and having them there as yard art. Yeah, no, I love it. Bruce actually rang me because he was going to be doing a little bit more with us on the podcast and he must have been starting to feel bad. And then I explained to him all the shit I should be doing that I haven't got to yet and took a little bit of pressure back out of him. You know? <laughs> don't don't uh, ring that, that question then, please, Moses. <laughs> yeah, the, the other one I had was Jason Waring's what looks to be VE Valley and U. Yep, up in yeah. the mountain. That's how does it smile in the lower value? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stunning shot, too. My other yeah. one was across, yeah, across the, the storm What else you got, Aya? Tragic and the stormtroopers looking over the EH. With the oh, yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah. I just had that 32 opposite the uh, Valiant Ute. I, as far as hot rods are concerned, I think the 32 is probably my. Uh, that's my favourite, apart from a Model T, but um, that that just looks awesome. And the one I sent you the other day with the Coyote going on the dyno, that's yep. cool. Yep. 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 Picture in picture, fucking straight there. <laughs> <laughs> I got offered a Model T the other day, but I'm on a 12 month buying ban as we discussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And yet you're spruiking, yeah, you're spruiking yourself as some kind of buyer into our podcast. You know, <laughs> to get them fucking extra private messages. <laughs> um, all right, tough, tough shot. Um, let's start at page 11. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, no, that's me out. I took one tough shot and that was page 11, the grandma duck. Ah, oh, yes. The grot. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I've watched the car over many years over Facebook, just getting the small updates here and there. Yeah. And the fact that it made it to MotorX is pretty awesome. I haven't yeah. seen the car yet in person, but... Yeah, we had a walk around it down there. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I've got conflicted, actually, because the Grot, the Grot was living beside a mate's dam out on the family property, and he said he could not believe that it's been done. Like, it was just, yeah, I don't know why he picked it up for no real good reason, sold it on for not much, and then... He was blown away to know that it might have been restored. Um, and I did get confused because for some reason I wrote page 11 down for me tough shot. And then I went on to chat about Rod Hatfield's coop. So I sort of had to give it a tough shot too, sitting there with its buddy twin blowers. How so, it, how, we'll get to that car, but how I can't remember car? what, well, I didn't, I didn't write the page number down for it. So I'm just flicking randomly through at the moment, but yeah. Well, we've got all ours in order. We, we, we did our research and made sure we were. Oh, ready. there you go. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I had, guess prepared. I had a pitch and of course, what's a never late podcast episode without mentioning 57 share, but page 55, picture number six, <laughs> there's a, <laughs> Chev doing a uh, burnout with the boot popped open, yep. a couple of carbies hanging out the bonnet. I just think that's pretty tough. While we're, while yep. we're on page five, oh, I know it's, it's yeah, page 56, mate. Page what, 55. 55, the Chev was. I don't know, I've lost track now. You guys have stuffed it. <laughs> <laughs> you also all prepared till I fell apart. And yeah. I also had page 74. There is a Rolling shot of that XB from the back. Yep. And just the way they sit there with the big meats under it, it just I thought that was pretty tough. Nice colour too on that car. Yeah, it's good. I just want to make a uh, editing note while we're here. Page yep. 58 is backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm backwards so is Street Machine. Calm, broads. What are you doing? Um, another there tough shot I have is on page 33. Yeah, right. this one as well. Chick Henry doing a burnout. Yeah, I was, I was nearly going to pick that, but I figured someone else might have. Well, we both picked it. Um, it's just such a, it's such an iconic shot of him. Yep. That's the yeah, picture especially. I think of if someone says Chick Henry. That's what I, that's what, yeah. that's, that's what I picture because, like, that's probably the first time I heard of Chick Henry as a kid. That picture or someone else. Yeah, that's how I was exposed to him. If you go to page 21, there's that, that famous shot with his hand out the window. Yeah. And he's doing the same thing, smoking the highs off his Impala. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's the way I want to remember, Chick. Just yeah. big, smoky burnouts. Tough shot I had was page 60, which was John Clifford absolutely sideways down the main street of Rocky Nats in that valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty cool shot. Yeah, um, that's a good shot. Had a page 89. Which, which page is that one? 89. 89. Which is the Tilton Eva all-time attack. Like, yeah. That's, I don't know. It's not your typical center of page 89, yeah. Typical street machine sort of car, but I don't know. Yeah. 
what they do with those time attack vehicles is unreal. And yeah, it's that, ridiculous, isn't it? Even the next level. Yeah, that tilt that car's actually local to us in Canberra, so it's pretty epic that they're out there just flogging it. <laughs> the other one I have is page ninety, so just over the page, which is yep. Scotty Barter's and Aaron Gregory's both both of their pickups. Yeah, um, how good is so Memphis nice. Hell? Like he just keeps changing the thing up, like. <laughs> It's such a versatile vehicle to do it with, too. It's yeah. Guises for it. It's awesome. He's a lovely bloke. Yes. Um, and so is is Scotty Barter. Um, Scotty owns a company called Oxitech in Sydney who, who do powder coat. And Scotty actually helps us out with a bit of product to keep steel from rusting. Yeah. And We're about to go and see him sort of later in the month. He's got like a pickup trucks down underneath. So yeah. there was one down in Melbourne. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And they, they decided to run one up in Sydney, and it's at Scotty's factory. So that truck on the left's actually all powder coated. Yeah, um, it's not painted. It's not painted. They powder coated the whole cab, guards, and and tub. Yeah, right. Which is cool. And then on ninety two, Mitch Pullen um, with his uh, <laughs> Hilux down the bottom left. So three hundred eighty eight Cuba that he r- runs out to. Uh, 9,000 RPM. Sounds like a NASCAR, that thing, apparently. (laughs) So I actually owe Mitch a thank you. um, Or a not thank you. Or a not thank you. He actually sold my little brother a 1987 Kenworth about this time last year. So, yeah. It was a a truck my dad drove 30 years ago that came up for sale and they bought it and heard the story and actually passed it on, which was cool. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. While, while we're on page 92, there's the Ron Goodman Porsche too. That That's a wicked car, and it's good to see them out there giving it a pizzling on the track. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I had the tough shots. Yeah, same. What about you guys? Anything yeah. to add? Oh, actually. Yeah, when I, when oh, I wow. rode down 11, when I wrote down 11, I meant to write down 111, but I also did like, yeah, page 11 with the grot as well. But, um, so 111 was um, Rod Hatfield's coupe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that thing is just unreal. Yeah, that's a tough oh, shot. Fuck, yep. <laughs> and again, if you take it back to when that car was built, you walk up to that car back, even back then, the impact of it back then, you know, it's hard to sort of describe. So, yeah. He's, he's a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of an inspiration to be that age, still building cars. Like he had another unveiled car in Sydney on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and him and his wife were walking around like two normal people, and mm. he's, he's the Australian of... version of Gene Winfield. I'd, I'd like to say, I'd like to think. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we got a local hero too, I suppose, in Lloyd Roberts. You know, one of the original founding members, Lloydy, for the Ballarat Road Riders. But he's still every day just out playing fifty-five, sixes, and sevens in his shed, like he always has. You know, <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, it's just some of these blokes that just don't stop. You know. If I'm half that good when I'm his age, I'll be happy. Yeah, well, I might get there at some point, you know, <laughs> but maybe. Is the age <laughs> The clock's ticking. Uh, yeah. On the honourable mentions, uh, we could probably Flip do – how many have you got, Chris? I'm happy to hand the floor over, mate. I'm just going to flick through because I've got that bloody many. I'm sure oh, I'm boys, not, I'm not drop. Exactly. Oh, so I'll go, go through your honourable mentions and I'll do mine and then Moses can see uh, us out because he usually has more than I do. <laughs> uh, before I hand over, I just want to say, yeah, no, the Chick Henry celebration, which I'd sort of screwed. Yeah, I've, you. I've put that I mean, in there. That was good. You know? Yeah, and I had mine. I had Matty Waters down. Um, 
it's great to see such a young bloke put in such a great piece for someone who was quite senior in years to Matty. Like, Chick was a great bloke, and I think Matty really summed it up in his little, his little blurb there. I just liked that it wasn't actually, you know, a written story piece. It was just... Um, yeah, you know, it was input, from everyone. Yeah, input from yeah, yeah. from other people and yeah. friends and that. I thought yeah. that was just a good good way to do it. And yeah, we were sort of honoured by having Maddie in our um, tribute episode as well as Benny. You know, so that was really good that Maddie came on board and had a chat with us too. So to be out and read the magazine and notice that a couple of the players in there were ones that you know we had at least spoken to was pretty nice. Mm. And covering Bob Stevens, you know. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy you calling him out on that episode about driving an hour to pick up stickers out of the servo sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I sent, I sent him the message as soon as I knew it was going on. I had a feeling he was the kind of guy that'd go do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely was. <laughs> and to have such an understanding missus to drive an hour for stickers at a servo. Yeah, whether it's there or not, otherwise we'll just grab something to eat at the servo. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Oh, no. Yeah, no, that was good Next stuff. big honourable mention is it in yours? My, yeah. list, list all your honourable mentions, and then I'll uh, I'll do mine, and then Chris can do his. Page, page ten, front news. So the New South Wales Radio Blitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is obviously something close to us, and it's something that's been going on pretty heavily. Um, apparently, there's been a change in guard at the RMS in New South Wales. And it's somewhat of people wanting to make a name for themselves to show that they're pulling unroadworthy cars off the road. Yeah. It's been pretty heavy as well with inspection stations. So you guys in Victoria, I think, have it pretty good where you don't have to go for a yearly inspection. We've got yeah. we've, AST's got a very similar rego scheme. So um, I, I actually live in New South Wales, and every year, if the car's more than five years old, it's got to go for a roadworthy inspection. Every so, year? Every year. Every year. So if you go and throw a blower on it and it's unengineered and you roll up the rego with that, they're going to send you back out and say, not this year, son. Oh, yeah. So I've heard a fair bit of this going on. Um, they've actually been sitting outside rego inspection stations and monitoring cars coming and going as well. So obviously cut down on dodgy regos of not actually looking at cars. I'm not against it, but I'm it's not the, for it. There's a, there's a right and a wrong way to go about it. And Marv's and Telfo have actually put that into words pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. About. It's not writing. doing anything. The right. Um, you know, it's not. It's not doing the reputation of the authorities any any favors. Which you know, no. look at the end of no. the day, I suppose they don't have to. But you know, it's it'd be good if everyone could just gel and sort of get along in in some capacity. Well, there was a there was a story of one guy that turned up. And his car hasn't been registered for four years. They found mm. an old on social media and yeah. made him present again. He hasn't had the plates for four years. Yeah. There was another story of a guy rolling up with a XR Falcon and he had a brand new Ford Ranger with a two-inch lift and rims on it or something. Mm. They yeah. red stickered the car on the trailer and they yellow stickered the Ranger that was that pulled it in and told him yeah. he had to bus home. Yeah, they're getting um, they're getting a bit out I of here. Eh? I see on the end of that article too that street machine have actually called for a bit of input too on either side of the fence if you've had experiences around it they're actually sort of opening the conversation so what was a little bit disheartening is that they got very like textbook responses yeah, from they already things. Mm, didn't there really no, seem to have any care no no rhyme or reason but yeah 
I've heard that it's been driven by the RNS more so than the New South Wales Highway Patrol. The new highway is R- just along for the ride. Yeah, RNS stands for. I'm a bit sorry. Road Maritime Services. Oh, it's yeah. their Vic Roads. Yeah, yeah correct, same yeah. as our Vic Roads. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. essentially, they're all in one in New South Wales. So you go and get your car license and you can fix your Medicare up and get your boat out on the water at the same day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an absolute it's nightmare of a place yeah. to go and visit. <laughs> um, moving on from that, I've yep. got page 55. 55. So on page 55, photo five, the Ranger Patrol, the Orange Patrol. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was, um, I was in Cobar after my brother's wedding um, after Easter, and I had to, you know, nature called. So in the caravan park, off I went for a walk. As I approached the toilet block, I had this very sweet smell of methanol, and I thought that's a very odd smell to be having in a caravan park in. Northern New South Wales and turn the corner and there's this Ranger Patrol sitting on the back of the car trailer and oh, it's yeah. his way home from Rocky Nats and it was a Tuesday so the event wrapped up on Sunday so yeah. he had driven all that way and he was on his way home to Adelaide and I just I stood there and went holy shit man like that's a long way to go to throw a couple of burnouts yeah but like all, yeah. all the power to him committed yeah oh absolutely <laughs> um, <laughs> We've mentioned the Barracuda already. We've mentioned the Monaro. Yep. 104 is my next one, and I know Tom had it as well. Yeah, this this is sort of something we both – we tried to cover a little bit in one of our episodes. The towing. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Carry, they did they did a bit of a towing thing last month, I'm pretty sure. So this yeah, is a bit yeah, of a follow-on. Second, well, yeah. second in the series. Obviously, when you buy them cheap and stack them deep, you have um, – Come across many a car trailer in your time, and uh, to actually have a something written down as to a guide as to what you should get in a car trailer is awesome. I've never owned a car trailer. Tom's never owned a car trailer, but we've seemed to have managed. We have a very, very good friend of mine who seems to just sort of say yes every time I ring him and ask, "Can I borrow a car trailer again?" And normally the first following question is, "What'd you buy this time?" <laughs> <laughs> So no, it's it's good to have a tech talk on, on something along those lines of yeah, because we've we've seen yeah. a lot of sketchy trailers, we've seen a lot of dodgy loads, we've we've had it, you know, we've we're not hiding it, we've done dodgy loads before, but it's not the point that we got away with it, it's that we learned from it. Yeah, and to have street machine, especially something you know as prominent as street machine, cover something like this for us, it was a bit like good on them because. There is a lot of cars out there that aren't street registered and have to be trailered there. And I've seen cars, elite level show cars that are held on with nearly Telstra rope would be safer than what they were held on with. So it's, it's good to see that. Yeah. Baden was, saying, Baden was saying in our last episode, they've sold high end cars. People have pulled in, put a car on a trailer and not put a strap on it and go to drive off. Yeah. You're going to drop it down? No, it'll be right. No, it'll be like, right. No, no, no. And he's virtually had to hold, hold people there while they tie these cars on. Yeah, well, we, I saw one of those Bedford vans and he turned up in an automatic Tiguan with a car trailer on the back of it. And we both said, Where's your winch? We said, Where's your winch? And he had two straps and then asked me how I tied on. Yeah. And then had to drive down the coast. And the roads to the coast from here are pretty steep and pretty gnarly. And they're always downhill. Yeah. The only thing I hope that there's a follow up on this tech talk with is like suitable tow vehicles. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, yeah automatic 
Tiguan is not a suitable tow vehicle. And no, uh, the old VA Falcon wagon, while it may get the job done, when its bumper is dragging on the ground a little bit, it's maybe you need to take a second thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. But um, the only, the last honourable mention I've got is on page 114, and that's um, yeah. the Hacktop Boys with the Fairlane again. Yep. Yeah. Um, being fellow YouTubers to us, um, like Zach mentioned earlier, they've called us out on the Ute, but um, it's just such a well put together car, I reckon. It's 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 very basic in its setup, but it's does the it job now really consistent times. And their boot, their fuel system in the boot. If ours looked like that, but with garden hose, yeah, you know, <laughs> we'd be happy as Larry. <laughs> I've got two more honourable mentions, and yep. that's 140, which is that Fox body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do I love a good Fox body. I posted up on Instagram today. That um, thing looks fast and still. They're so popular. The Fox bodies are so popular in the States for drag racing. It must be just their size and their weight. I don't know what it is that people might just like to go. That and the way that they're set up in the rear end, like they're already strong on diff and they've got a fall link in them from factory that... The geometry is actually not too bad on them. Yeah, so actually, uh, I'm yeah. a big fan of the old fox bodies. And no one really fell in love. And no one really fell in love with them. So I suppose it kept the prices down, which sort of probably sparked the whole enthusiasm. Like you see all those, um, like those shows that you, is a, I can't remember what it's called on Netflix where they just, yeah, they drag against other. What's it called? Fastest or something? Oh, it's always yeah. a shit box looking fox body, but the thing will run. Six, seven, eight seconds, quarter mile. <laughs> yeah. And I had one more honourable mention, and that was the back cover, Eagle Auto Parts. Yep. Oh, me too, me too, because very rarely do I look at the back cover. <laughs> With that uh, new 7.3 Godzilla. Yeah, I'll have one of them. Yeah. You guys see the video on um, the yeah. Dandy Engines where they put in the XA Fairlane? Yeah. It... And it made 1,300 horsepower at the highest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my jaw hit the table when I watched that. I just did, went, it, oh, did, it ran, did it run eight seconds yeah. or something? Eight. I think pretty much, yeah. I think it's in it the a, high, a high eight or a low, or, sorry, a high seven or a low eight. Yeah. I think it's yeah. sevens. It's pretty mental. I've, um, got a, I've got a 58 F100 that would happily home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll quickly go through my honourable mentions. I've well, we've done chick. We've spoken about the tea bucket. Uh, Rocky nuts. That coverage was pretty good. I I reckon that's another good event. Um, How good's two falcons drag racing on the street? I just like that's that whole the street. whole idea is is great. I mean, it, oh absolutely, we'd love to get there. I just love to put something on, but it'll never happen in this town. <laughs> um, so that was that was cool. The Iron Maiden section, I love it. Once again, a 32 Ford, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. That, 32 was great. That's done that's really, a, yeah, really yeah, well. That's, that's a car I mightn't have been able to come to terms with for its engine going back four or five years, but it's definitely got a post-it note off me on this uh, issue. I do like that car. <laughs> I had and to, she, and um, she's, she loves it. I had, I had to, to, I had to mention the car. I wanted to deal it's all right, Moses. You know, yeah. I have a full bonnet deal. <laughs> yeah, it really needs a full bonnet, but yeah, that well, it has got the full bonnet, so you know, and she's using it, so you know. Yeah, I had to mention the cover car. Look, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really a 
fan of that that of that car itself. Like the shape yeah. of the car, it's probably not my favourite. The the build is amazing, and seeing it down at Motorex, um, in the flesh, like top notch build, uh, really. I I think they had a lot of balls painted at that darker green. Yeah, it's just like, it's just not it's not something about it. Odd wheels. It's very traffic light to me, but um, for some reason, all the I, I like it. But um, I, I like it, but it wasn't. I don't know. I think I couldn't put it as me pick because there's just something about it that I can't quite gel with. I mean, the yeah, thing thing's absolutely mental. Yeah, but we we discussed yeah. it before we started, and I said if I'm to have a Barracuda. It would be the exact same as the one that we seen in Chrysler on the Murray, which was like hemi orange with black steelies, red lines, and black graphics on the side of it. It yep. was, it would yep. be how I would have a Cuda. But yep. props to them for building such a yeah insane, car. insane build. Um, next one was, and the last one was Vicky Williams' XE Falcon. That is a ripper. Love it. The green, green it's, and blue. It's a tiny little car. Very tidy car and convoy pros can't go wrong with them, can you? It just, I oh know, it, 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 it'd, it'd, fit, it'd fit back in the 80s and it, it 80s, 90s, and it fits today. Um, really like it, and I think that was yeah. it for me. I love pushing one convoy pros wow. drags expression yeah. session. How good was that? Oh, yeah, no, bloody awesome again. <laughs> Uh, I, I really love the Mad Max movies. Like, I've been out to Monday, Monday Lookout, and it's, it's, a, it's an epic place to go. And I was saying yeah. to Zach, if, if they you, – you see a lot of movies these days are getting remade in a modern version. Yeah. If they rebuilt or if they refilmed Mad Max 2 – That would fit right in, That's eh? what I'd expect to happen. <laughs> yeah. Not a Ford, not a Falcon, but a bloody Mustang. It looks it yeah. looks awesome. Yeah, no, really that, that they, they didn't – they didn't overdo it. Mm. It's just it's still it's blow spot on. on. Still, it's got hat on it. You know, it's still running the sun rages on it. Like, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I made the jo- I made the joke that he just did it to mess with me because you know I've called out Mustangs that much through the podcast, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> bang, <laughs> got me one I drive. Fucking nice no, work, eh? Just, <laughs> I mean, we 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 don't have to talk him up. He knows what we think of his work, and. Uh, he knows. Um, I've just got a little note here of I better include Lennon's picks, the young fella. So he picked the Cuda, the yep. uh, the blown BMW, yep. the, oh, F, yeah. yep. the the FJ, and he picked the the silver HQ because it looked like Donnie. <laughs> and the yeah. BMW he picked because of the big blower at the bottom. Fair cool. You can't get wrong with the blower. No, that's no, fair. <laughs> And picking the coup to where you can't find a reason to like it, and then you know, your lads, when he picked it as his car, right. well, I love we're, the way that stuff happens. Each to their own. We're all we're all different. No, exactly. You're a glowing example of that. Uh, yeah, I went to page, I went to page four, 14 for Paul Harris, just quickly. Um, oh, yeah. The green HG Monaro there. What, about, what about the red sedan in the bindies? Well, that's what I thought I'd be able to really get people to turn the page at least because there's a HK right there. But, yeah, as you say, in the bindies. Um, but the Planko that he mentioned on the end because he's got uh, a pair of HG Holden Utes, so a bit like people we know. 
Uh, I swear one of them looks like it was owned by Brian Plankman, though, as it's got all <laughs> this weird stuff fitted to it. It's oddly cool. So I'm really tempted to just leave it looking as is and fit a strong drive line. So Planko might have played with that bloody HGU. Well, hopefully it's, it's the, the Plankman 186 build. And just to mention the rear cover again, I don't know why Eagle Auto Parts aren't selling the 186 crate motors anymore. Three-quarter yeah, race no. cam. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, waiting for his shipment. Because <laughs> there is, I remember, you know, like I remember being 16 looking at those bloody engine ads going, geez, if only, if only, what would I buy, you know, trying to bloody suss them out for the bloody extra 10 horsepower you might get for the extra bloody couple hundred dollars, you know, so Tom, good stuff. Tom, Tom needs another hold and six, like a hole in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I helped him move the other week, and I think it was 12. Oh, 12. Yeah, there's 12 or 13. Oh, I don't know anymore, and they're mine. Just back to expression sessions. Do you think Stream Machine will ever go back to like reader's input on expression session? Yeah, like, like the like the, the crayon drawings, and drawing. stuff that like Zach used to do. Yeah, Zach, I don't know. Maybe made the magazine before. Really? That's no, no, you need to just keep just keep pummeling them into the mailbox until eventually they print one. Maybe we're, just, oh, the, we're getting we're getting the Nash box. to we're getting pictures of the Nash to Aiden for him to put his magic on. Uh, yeah, he's on. He's off his services. So. Do it. And not going to send high-resolution photos. I don't even know how to take one. So, you know, pull the mate in to help me out with that one. We'll get it done. Now, I've only got, I've only got two other mentions. Right, yeah, go for it. Um, okay, if we went to page 16, uh, which is the snapshots on Dave Gregson. Yeah. Um, yeah, never late can learn a message, uh, learn a lesson on... Uh, picture number one because we mixed up cars in one yeah. of our flashback episodes we were mixing up our uh, pro stock comet pro street commodores yes, so we were <laughs> we were indeed so that was all right um now i just want everyone to consider the premier wagon on page 21 prem 1970 returning after 27 years yep but yeah yeah, so I thought, I, uh, written in by James Hazel, I thought I would let you guys know that the famous Prem 70 HG wagon pictured left uh, is now back in the hands of the car's original builder. My dad, Ian Hazel, has purchased the car back from its previous caretaker after about 27 years. Dad's desire to rebuild the vi rebuild vehicles never left him, but after having a family, money was directed towards the upkeep of a household. As a result, his love of car building was paused for quite some time. Now that he has Prem 70 back, he is already getting to work on refreshing some of its chrome features and making the car back into a showpiece. This weekend, he has some of his old friends who were involved in the original build going to his property to give the car a polish and put a game plan in place to make Prem 70 as beautiful as it ever was. Doesn't, so, Doesn't that just speak wonders for the car community? That he's uh, helped him build it, are still his mates, and are still going around to help him build it. That's it. No, it's, it's community all the way, you know. So just a yeah, side note, it looks like AO's old VK Calais sitting behind it in the in the pictures. <laughs> it's which which at, one is that? Talking at the heart. Is that the one with the silver wheels on it? <laughs> yep. Yep. Thought so. <laughs> yeah, well that's it. Could well be, mate. Could well be. There's a couple there to choose from, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Brings back the old memories, but anyway. Uh, next one, mate. <laughs> that's that's me out. That's you out, right? What do we got next? We move on to um the music chat. Music, the chat. music chat. Well, well, 
you're going to go last, so you're going to throw me under the bus first. Yeah. Righto. Mine's pretty... Uh, my got... father had quite a large music collection. He was never a musician, um, but he definitely enjoyed the odd CD here and there. Um, so I grew up with ACDC, Pink Floyd, um, Rio Speedwagon. Like, uh, I have quite that early rock taste. Um, but I, I like to listen to a little bit of everything. I listen to Australian indie from Greenspoon, a little bit of uh, Silverchair, to our to our metal scene even, which is Cog, Amity Affliction, Parkway Drive. Um, but I also get into like I still play guitar myself. Um, yeah. I get into a bit of the American stuff, so Rise Against, which is sort of like a punk band. Yeah. You call it a modern punk band, and I, I really yeah, enjoy big numbers. Shared, I've shouted out Rise Against before in our podcast. I'm a fan. What, uh, what sort of guitar you got? Uh, it's, it's a bit like my car collection. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but um, my my pick of the lot would probably be my 50th anniversary Fender Strat, uh, my Squire Strat. It plays really nice. Um, it's it's still got a rosewood fretboard on it, which was quite an odd option, I'm told, for a 50th anniversary. Um, yeah, that's that's probably my pick of guitar. It was my first electric guitar that I bought. I but, had um, a um, I had a 60th anniversary. Telecaster uh, oh, many years yeah. ago when I sold it because it wasn't getting used. Then I bought another Telecaster because I was getting back into the bands and that was uh, it was a made in Mexico but it was a um, relic Butterscotch. Yep. yep. That's a, it's such a nice colour the Butterscotch isn't mm, it? Loved it. But um, yep. I've only got the well, I've, I've got two. I've only got the one which is the workhorse, the mate and I've had for about 20 one years it's my my go-to is the one that sits in the lounge room collecting dust which is just a yamaha um it's an fg 720s steel string acoustic and i can get i can get every tone out of that that i want so i can get that really <laughs> nice tangy tone or i can swap the strings and get a really nice like um nylon sound out of it or i can those it, it's yamaha just acoustics a got a good sound to them and then they're, they're not expensive guitars and they sound really nice yeah, correct. Yep, I hundred percent agree and, with you. I know. And this is and this is your lounge room where you're reporting from. This is, is my sort of it's between kitchen and lounge. It's room. between kitchen and lounge room, so swing around there. My, you know, that's oh, all it is really. I, I thought you were looking over at that guitar. I thought you might be able to play us out. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. That'd be Not another new. <laughs> off to a new level. Yeah, that'd be all right. Mm. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Zach, what are you? Anything you've been listening to of late? Well, I'm country music. I like a lot of country, to be honest. Do you like? Do you like both country and western? Both country and western. Yeah. Oh, geez, I thought he might have been anti-western. No, I grew up with a lot of like. Nan was a massive Slim Dusty fan, so Slim Dusty. Growing up around trucks in Australia, obviously. Slim Dusty. First con- hang on, first concert, like first big concert, this guy and his mum at Slim Dusty at the Civic Hall in Ballarat. That's awesome. awesome. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that would have been a good show too, I bet. So, yeah, country music's definitely dad's side and mum, like Beatles, Elvis, all that sort of stuff. Creedence Clearwater gets a run. Alan Jackson. First big concert I went to. Um 
was 2013, I think, and it was Kiss at the Hard Rock Casino in Vegas Ooh. with my mum. Yeah, so that would have been, a, that would have that been a show. experience, and that was great. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, I mean, mine will be pretty easy. I've, I've, um, I watched the Cypress Hill um, documentary, so I've just been banging out Cypress Hill for the last couple of weeks in between the regular, <laughs> regular podcast. Chair, I listened to the Daniel Johns podcast. How good was that? It was really insightful. That was great. Uh, I don't know how that poor bastard is still alive, honestly. Like it's, he's just releasing new music too. Yeah, I've got to get onto it. I yeah, haven't yeah. haven't had a chance to listen, but listen to that podcast. What he went through as a kid, like far out, like that story about that obsessed mother was just the one that yeah. that stole his mum's. That, 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 that was stalkery. That was disturbing. Like yeah, yep. Far out, but yeah, no. So I've been doing that, just listening to the normal podcasts, um, armchair and um, Matty J car talk. Listen to those guys. You listen to Matty J. I don't know whether you've heard the car talk guys, but I oh, know it's sort of it's it's sort of like listening to Top Gear. They're all they all seem pretty switched on, and they're all car guys, but they 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 like different sort of. I mean, they they like cars, obviously, but they're all. Some they've got Benzes and old Hondas and all that, so it's it's cool listening to those guys for a different perspective, different <laughs> perspective, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, they like sort of Mike. go on. Yeah, I, guess, I, like I guess that's very similar with the Oil and Whiskey podcast from the Razor Shop Boys too. Yeah, I've got to get onto that. Yeah. I've, someone told me about that the other week. And I, I've got to get onto that. I have to have a look at it. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, it's yeah, the boys were saying to me the other day, you know, they don't reckon they own enough knives, you know. Like, all of a sudden, what do you got in your pocket? Oh, yeah, and we're all pulling knives out of our pockets. So <laughs> maybe we need to start carrying knives, you know, but... <laughs> podcasts we've been listening to. Um, Gut of the Gut is pretty good. I've been listening to those guys a little bit. Uh, yeah, is he... Have they put out anything new? I think I'm up to date with all their stuff. I think he... Last I heard, he was having a bit of a break. Well, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think you put one out yesterday. I did? I'll have to check it out. See around Sydney Rodden Custom Expo. Yeah. yeah. I did the notice other... he changed his logo, I think, on on Instagram or something. So maybe he's, he's rebooting again. But, uh... yep. The other one I've been listening to, which is probably not a lot of crossover for your listeners, is one called Copy Southbound, which is all about, obviously, fast trucking in the 80s and 90s, which is another, yeah, topic, an, another topic I'm pretty fond of. So, yeah, I'm a son of an interstate truck driver, you know, so yeah, definitely I've got some enthusiasm on that side. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth a listen. Like, <clears> back <throat> down to seventh gear and stepping out on the tank to take a wee down the main street of Goulburn so you didn't lose your spot on a 10 hour run from Sydney to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely worth a listen if you're, if you're in the trucks. Yeah, no, uh, in what the have you got there field. for you? Um, I'm actually, I was going to say Michael Whip's latest episode too, the classic pickup podcast. Um, yeah, he's been a taking really a, a bit of a sort of uh, taking his time between episodes of the bloke too. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the bloke, the name of the bloke, Stephen. Um, yeah, no, I don't have it, but he's building a Chevy cab over. Yeah, pretty cool thing. But he's had a lot to do with chopping EHs and all manner of stuff. It's a real sort of revealing moment. He talks about 
he put his parents got him an FX and he pulled the motor motor down and put it back together and it wouldn't run and the old bloke bloody across the road is like, What are you trying to do? Did you line the dots up on the camshaft? And then that's how he started to learn through this old bloke. So no, that was a good one. Um otherwise started listening to a bit of ambient music as requested by a guy from Neurosis. I saw a video with his top ten songs non-metal songs for metal heads but i'm not really sure that i'm into ambient music because <laughs> i think it's me thing so um otherwise yeah plenty of spoken podcast stuff that i still listen to so um yeah Are you sure you and saxon aren't related <laughs> <laughs> well i actually had i had a list of all the song, all the things that he'd recommended and i'm like reading down it because i wrote them all down as i was listening and then i went yeah, can't recommend any of it. So, you know, back to the, <laughs> uh, the whole a lot of wasted research around ambient music. So, yeah. Uh, Susan Denny, I reckon it was, who, um, real sweet voice. You want to search out a uh, folk singing girl with a real pitchy vocal, but yeah, otherwise, haven't got much else. Oh, very good. Oh, nearly t- coming up two hours. I think you reckon that's a podcast, isn't it? That's yeah. got to be nearly a wrap. Well, uh, yeah, thanks very much, guys, for giving up your Friday evening and um, jumping on and saying good day. Uh, <laughs> Happy Donut Day. Happy <laughs> Donut, 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 donut Day. Got fucking jam donut. I'll be able to eat that in the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate. No, no, um, really appreciate you guys um, having us on and yeah. yeah, enjoy the chat. No, thank you. Mm-hmm.